I get it. You're looking to spice things up, but trust me, the internet is the wrong kind. Hello and welcome back to Disney Marvels for week of October 28th, 2018. This is episode 24. Disney Marvels, the podcast about Disney, Marvel, Lucas, movies, TVs, and so much more. If it has to do with Disney, it's fair game. I'm your host, Matthew Graken. And now, on to the news. From the Associated Press in Los Angeles, Ed Catmull, the president of Walt Disney and Pixar Animation Studios since 2006, is retiring next year. The Walt Disney Company said Tuesday that the 73-year-old Pixar co-founder will remain in an advisory role through July of 2019. I guess this will be taking over for the John Lasseter advisory role. Two of the Pixar bigwigs now leaving. The Star Wars spin-off movie, Boba Fett, the fan-favorite bounty hunter, is now not happening, as Disney in instead focuses on its upcoming streaming service and its first Star Wars live-action TV series, The Mandalorian. Deadline confirmed that the movie is, well, dead, after reporter Eric Weber's first tweet on Thursday of the other week. Uh, Kathleen Kennedy just confirmed to me Boba Fett's movie is 100% dead, 100% focusing on The Mandalorian, quote and unquote. Jimmy Kimmel, host of ABC's late night talk show, Jimmy Kimmel Live, received the Courage to Care Award from Children's Hospital in Los Angeles at the hospital's uh, From Paris with Love Gala event on Saturday evening, October 20th. Kimmel was honored for his compassion and dedication uh, to support for the uh, the hospital, which has made a difference in lives of uh, so many families, including Kimmel's own. In other news, as part of its commitment to help uh, create healthier generations, the Walt Disney Company today announced a $1 million, well not today, a couple days ago, but announced a $1 million contribu contribution to Feeding America, the nation's largest hunger relief and food rescue organization. The gift will support uh, produ uh, produce programs and volunteer efforts at more than 30 Feed America network food banks across the U.S., improving access to nutritional foods, including fresh fruits and vegetables for children and families who need it the most. Anaheim, California, Lake Buena Vista, Florida, on October 26, 2018. Whether at the Disneyland Resort in Anaheim, California, or the Walt Disney World Resort in Lake Buena Vista, Florida, World of Disney is the ultimate shopping destination for all things Disney. Now these two dynamic retail experiences are unveiling complete transformations that make shopping easier and more fun with a dash of pixie dust on top. More than a year in design and development, World of Disney reopened Friday, October 26th at Downtown Disney District at Disneyland Resort and Saturday, October 27th at Disney Springs at Walt Disney World. 
The grand world of Disney makeover touches every feature and function in the store, as if the fairy godmother outfitted the store herself. From displays to signage to lighting and much, much more, the new world of Disney creates an exciting dynamic shopping experience where the products are the stars and the guests discover magical Disney storytelling wherever they look. I thought the place before was spectacular. Can't wait to see what it looks like now. Lake Buena Vista, Florida, October 18, 2018. A new, new nature-inspired, mixed-use Disney resort will uh, welcome families in 2022, along with picturesque shorelines of Bay Lake. Actually, along with also, but along the picturesque shores of Bay Lake. Located between Disney's Wilderness Lodge and Disney's Fort Wilderness Resort and Campground, the resort uh, project jo joins three others underway at Walt Disney World Resort, bringing a total of more than 1,700 new hotel rooms and, uh, and proposed Disney Vacation Club villas online over the next four years. The deluxe resort, which will be themed to complement its natural surroundings, will include more than 900 hotel rooms and proposed Disney Vacation Club villas spread across a variety of unique accommodations. Now, if you listen carefully, it is on the edges, shorelines of Bay Lake. It's between Fort Wilderness Campground and the Wilderness Lodge. If you've been to Disney World, you know exactly where this location is. Is no is well once was, currently is and no longer will be, the uh, River Country location. So this is going where River Country has been just lying there dormant for twenty some years. So it'll be sad to see that go, but it'll be interesting to see what this new place looks like. I can't say much for the proposed photos, but we shall see. But moving along into the news. Disney is pushing Black Panther in 16 categories uh, for the Oscars and the Avenger Infinity War in just one, visual effects. The categories Black Panther is campaigning for include Best Picture, Best Director, Best Actor, Supporting Actor, and Supporting Actress. It's Marvel's biggest push into the Oscar race and one I feel is well deserving and I am very interested to see how Oscar handles this because it's not typically their style movie, but you cannot ignore the Black Panther. On to the rumors. Deadline reports on Tuesday that the Disney, that Disney is eyeing a reboot of the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise with the Deadpool writers, Ray Reese and Paul Wernick. Critic reviews have been rotten since the first film in 2003, to be blunt. The Curse of the Black Pearl um, was the biggest of the movies. The domestic office, uh, box office has been lacking for the more recent movies in the series, but the franchise is still a huge hit worldwide, meaning it is inevitable that we will would get more pirate movies. So, Despite the fact that in the U.S. they weren't doing so good, they were doing quite well overseas. And I personally am a big fan of them. I think some of the action scenes of them are spectacular. Uh, Johnny Depp is fantastic, even though he is not being asked back to play Captain Jack Sparrow. This is going to be interesting. But 
we shall approach this with an open mind. Nothing is official yet. There's no script. There's no movie in production. So we shall see. According to CNBC, the quote-unquote new Fox, the company that will exist after the Disney uh, Disney completes its $71.3 billion deal for the majority of uh, the current Fox company, 20th Century Fox, many end up uh, may end up buying back the 22 regional sports networks from Disney. So new Fox will be looking to buy back old Fox's 22 regional sports district that the U.S. government is telling Disney that they have to shed within 90 days of the completion of the contracts. That's a mouthful. This deal could be another coup, uh, coup for Rupert Murdoch, who may end up making billions by buying back his old networks. And now... On with the show. I honestly can't remember why we kept most of this stuff to begin with. Don't you remember that kite? We used to love flying that with mother and father. Those days are long behind me. I live and breathe. I was flying the coast when I got caught on a nanny. Mary Poppins. I hope everyone's had a good Halloween and enjoying this November season that we are in, November month. So, you had a good Halloween and welcome to November. Because it's November, that means we are in prime movie time. This is the second half, the time of the year that movie studios put their heavy hitters in the movies that they want the Academy to remember during the upcoming award season. Disney has three such movies coming out, and they are start—they're actually starting as early as this weekend. I'm sorry, I meant to get this episode out a bit earlier. So let's get into it, shall we, since the movie's are already starting. This weekend, November 2nd, 2018, the Nutcracker in the Forum Realms, with Mackenzie Foy as Clara, or Princess Clara, depending on which realm you're in. Kira Knightley as the Sugar Plum Fairy. Morgan Freeman as Clara's. Uh, I don't want you to say he was. <laughs> I want to say grandfather, but it's uh, more Godfather. That's right. Uh, he is Morgan Freeman plays. Clara's godfather, Dorsermeyer, and Helen Mirren as Mother Ginger. Hmm. We are all, to some extent, familiar with the ballet, uh, the ballet of the Nutcracker, or the rendition from Disney's House of Mouse of the Nutcracker with Mickey Mouse and Minnie. And Donald Duck is the Red King. This latest film is directed by Lars Holstrom, uh, which you may know from Chocolat and the Cider House Rules. And the reshoots were actually done by Joe Johnston of The Rocketeer and Captain America, The First Avenger. But uh, Lassen just w went on to, he put everything back together at the end. So Johnston was more just there for the reshoots. Um, 
The movie is rated PG for some mild peril. Strangely enough, it was shot on a 65mm film to give it that certain unique feel nowadays where a lot of the stuff is shot digitally. Um, they went back to the more traditional style and then edited in all the digital stuff after that words. So this should be a, this should be a fun movie for everyone to get started on this holiday season. I mean the the um, March of the Sugar Plum Fairies is a very traditional holiday type of songs. You hear them on a lot of the commercials for the uh, Christmas Hanukkah. Uh, toy advertising, clothing advertising, whatever type of whatever they're advertising during this holiday season, either food, uh, merchandise, or car insurance. Um, they they throw a lot of this the Nutcracker sweet music into it. So it, it should be again. It should just really kind of kick off the holiday season for Thanksgiving in the United States is right around the corner. Uh, just a few weeks away and then you have the rest of the holidays just coming up right after that, New Year's after that uh, this movie is based on the Nutcracker book more based on the book by E.T.A. Hoffman um, but they did incorporate the ballet into the mix um, so you do have some dancing you have some action, again it just should be a fun, enjoyable movie but it's not too long that we have to wait for the next one, 18 days later, only 18 days, Ralph will break the internet. This will be Wreck-It Ralph 2, now just being known as Ralph Breaks the Internet, will hit the silver screen on November 20th. This movie will take place in six years after Wreck-It Ralph, and uh, so Ralph and Vanellope will discover a Wi-Fi router now in the arcade. Uh, the two friends will travel the internet to help try and fix the Sugar Rush game, which has been broken. So we know what happens when the arcade games get broken, which was kind of the premise of the first one, when Ralph decided not to show up. Sarah Silverman and John C. Riley are back to voice Vanellope and Ralph, respectively, again. On, th on this adventure, though, they will run into some new friends. Uh, Shank, a racer voiced by Wonder Woman's own Gal Gadot. Uh, Gadot. Wonder Woman, you know, that movie from that other studio, from that other franchise, just uh, that is not Marvel. Um, and Vanellope also has a run-in with the current roster of Disney princesses, where we get to see them in ways that, well, we may not have seen them before. If you've watched the trailer, you actually see Cinderella cracking, you know, breaking her uh, glass slipper over a chair and and try to defend herself with it um, so yeah this this gets a little more out of the typical realm of what we're used to seeing the princesses but many of them are uh, voiced by the original actresses um, the ones that could are still capable of doing it or are still around to do it so uh, Akina Nani Rose um, Irene Bernard, Adina Menzel, Kristen Bell, Mandy Moore, Kelly McDonald, uh, Aloui Caravolo, I apologize, I've butchered her name, the, um, Moana, uh, Ming-Na, Ming-Na Wen, and, uh, and many more. So, wow, this is, so, I mean, you're going to get it authentic. Um, even Pedro Herrera is back. So, you're getting authentic voices for 
over 90% of the princesses. Um, so if, you, if you've been paying attention to these trailers, you kind of have an idea of kind of what's going on between Penelope and the princesses. And you also know that this movie is going to be chocked full of hidden goodies besides the princesses. Like, so whenever Ralph and Penelope reach the internet itself, the internet proper, you will see buildings, uh, kind of buildings of sort, that represent all different websites, like Disney's website, eBay, IMDb, and so on and so forth. Amazon, I think, was even in there. It's basically like the animators were saying, let's see how many, uh, how many you can find, and I bet there are a lot more. This will be uh, great once it hits Blu-ray because then you'll be able to kind of pause it on those scenes and kind of look around, oh, there's that one. Oh, I didn't see that one before. And you kind of keep your running tally and eventually you're just going to drive yourself nuts trying to figure out all the different little hidden websites that they've thrown in there. And I'm sure the companies are going to be very thankful because I'm sure this was an additional uh, revenue source for Ralph Breaks the Internet, which I'm sure is not a cheap movie. So now what they are going to show and the dark web segments, which is where some of the racing comes in, Gal Gadget's character comes in, um, and there's, again, going to be racing at this point. I don't know. This is going to be interesting. Keep in mind, it is a Disney movie, so they're not going to be pushing in too much. Um, but I do know is, if you love the first movie, most likely, I think you will love this one as well. I'm really excited for it. My kids are excited for it. My wife is extremely excited for it because Penelope is one of her favorite characters. So this is this is going to be another, I think, another animated gem that Disney is putting out, um, which my whole family can't wait to see, and I'm sure you're probably excited for too. But following that, following that, actually, speaking of gems, the crown jewel of the year in movies I'm, I'm telling you as much as I love Christopher Robin and thought that was going to be the feel good movie of the year I think this is probably going to be one of the movies of the year and this is going to be Mary Poppins Returns So it's been 54 years after Walt Disney himself wined and dined P.L. Travers as we saw in Saving Mr. Banks to get the rights to make Mary Poppins, which Travers herself was not a fan of. She thought there was too much animation, too much singing, and too much dancing around. Um, but I guess eventually, I think by the time that she, um, before her, her passing, she did kind of warm up to it because she did allow them to uh, create the the Broadway production, as long as the original Disney people were not involved in making such a, a travesty of a movie. Uh, because we know how bad Mary Poppins was. But, in this new movie, Holding the Umbrella, unfortunately, will not be Dame Julie Andrews. Um, she declined to be involved in the movie in any sort of ways, other than giving her blessing to... The person taking over again, holding the umbrella, will be Emily Blunt. She would be portraying Mary Poppins this time around. You'll also have Ben Winshow as Michael Banks, Emily Mortimer as Jane Banks, Meryl Streep as Topsy, Colin Firth as William Withrow Wilkins, 
and a few other familiar faces that I will not mention right now, but if you pay attention to trailers, you may notice them uh, quickly or hear their voices or see their names across the title. The movie was directed by Rob Marshall, who we know from Chicago and Into the Woods. And, uh, what? Oops, sorry. We have to wait until December 19th to see when this movie turn, uh, how it will turn out. But from what I'm hearing, it will truly be magical. The early previews and stuff, the buzz coming out of that is just go see this movie. You do not want to miss miss this movie. This is a movie you will want to see. That the music is right. The animation is right. The casting is right. Everything is just going to, hopefully you should fall into place for this. Speaking of the animation, Disney and Pixar both worked closely together to do the animation. They actually even contacted a number of the um, original animators from the uh, 1954 movie to make sure that they got the details and the, just everything correct. The, when I tell you that Disney is treating this movie with white glove treatment, I may be understating that. Their desire to get this movie right is unprecedented. This is this is just they I don't believe they would have touched the much beloved Mary Poppins if they didn't think they could equal what the original was. Now keep in mind there are three books that Travers wrote. There's the original Mary Poppins, Mary Poppins Returns, and then Mary Poppins uh, I think is back again or something like that. There so there's there's three um, and they're incorporating works from I think from multiple books into it uh, these movies they did in the first one they do it again in this one um, where the original movie took place in the early 1900s just a few years before World War One. this movie takes place approximately 30 years later hence Jane and Michael being older um, just a few years before World War Two, supposedly um, the focus here seems like it will be actually on the Banks children. Uh, yes, not the little children in this movie, but Jane and Michael again. Poppins herself said that she is back for the Banks children. The little ones go, oh, us. And she goes, oh, yes, you you as well. Referring to Jane and Michael. Um, from what we see in the trailers, both the, the Banks children's Jane and Michael have come upon hard times um, it sounds like Michael may have lost his wife uh, the mother of his children and is just having a hard time coping from that Jane is there to seem maybe possibly help him um, but due to a familiar kite Mary Poppins shows back up again and takes us on a wonderful journey of kind of like in Christopher Robin where it was a remembering who you were type of situation if you watch again to watch the trailers close enough Michael goes through a similar type of journey where he's telling Mary Poppins to stop all this nonsense which was the same stuff his father said whenever Michael was the child and 
Poppins was taking uh, taking him on these adventures. We shall see. Um, I personally kind of get that little bubbly, happy feeling watching this trailer. Um, I do get a little giddy, but I, that happens with me in a lot of Disney movies. Um, so we shall see. I mean, this this could be potentially really big for Disney, and I I for one hope so. So unlike the 1964 movie, which was rated G, this one will be rated PG for some brief action uh, and probably some comic, uh, animated uh, adventures. So just probably for an intensity reason, no real reason otherwise. So I don't know how many of these movies I will be able to get to myself that I could do a movie review on like I have in the past, but I will try to get as many as I can. Um, if one, like I said, if anything, definitely Ralph. Uh, I'm hoping Mary Poppins. Not quite sure on the Nutcracker. But if you get to see these movies, please, please let me know. Uh, send it out on via the social networks or email us. Um, also, which one of these movies are you most excited about? Like I said, for me, I personally, uh, if I had to really pick them that my top pick would be Mary Poppins Returns but that's that's just edging out Ralph Breaks the Internet um, I don't know which one of those two that I'm more excited about uh, dep depends on which trailer I watched last which right now is Mary Poppins um, but both of them um, I cannot wait to see so which one are you looking for you the listener you sitting right across this table here with me which movie are you looking for the for to the most? Is it one? Is it two? It's okay if you want to say all three. You can tell me how however many you want. To say, I want to see all three of these movies. Great. Um, also, just a, a little caveat. Most likely, one of these movies will feature before it the Avengers Four trailer. I'm making that prediction now. I've heard that possible rumor before it will probably not I'm certain it's not Nutcracker it could be Ralph that would make the most sense it's my guess though maybe Mary Poppins even though that doesn't seem to fit in with Mary Poppins but it, I, I just time wise that works a little better but we shall see we shall see. It was about November, I think, when we got our first glimpse at the oh-so-wonderful uh, Avengers Infinity Wars. So we shall see. But anyway, getting back to where I was, um, let me know which movie you are looking forward to. Send it out on the socials. Let me give you those address. The Facebook group, um, which join up lots of news, lots of fun stuff going on, on over there, is facebook.com slash Disney Marvel's podcast. One more time, the Facebook group is facebook.com slash Disney Marvel's podcast. The Twitter is at Disney Marvel's. One more time, Twitter's is at Disney Marvel's. You can also email the show if you have any ideas, uh, any topics for the show that you'd like discussed. Or if you'd rather not use social network or you don't use social network, which is completely fine and understandable, email the show. The email address for the show is DisneyMarvels at gmail.com. I really appreciate 
the time that you take whenever you listen to these shows. I know you have a very busy busy schedule, so taking time out, I understand it and I appreciate it. I know how valuable your time is, and I truly, truly do appreciate it. Um, if I can ask just a few more moments of your precious time, if you can rate the show, go on to iTunes, Stitcher, uh, tune in wherever you listen to the show, and please give it a rating. Uh, as a comment there, it helps get the, the word of the show out there. Um, if it's on uh, Anchor, where the show's being uh, uh, uploaded, um, like it, share it out. Share, also, please, share it out to your friends, all your like-minded Disney friends. The more Disney people we get together, the you know, you know how it is, how Disney people are. The more of us there are together, the more fun we have. So, please, share it out. Let's get the, you know, keep the show growing, keep the, the word getting out there. Um, and just also keep in mind, I, I know everyone's, you know, this especially this time of year, things getting, start getting stressful and start getting tough. And whatever you're facing, know that the strength is within you. You can make it through this obstacle. Believe in yourself. And you can accomplish greatness. Let me end this show with another one of Walt's, Walt Disney's quotes. I've been up against tough competition all my life. I wouldn't know how to get along without it. And that's Walt Disney. And that's very true. Thank you again. Thank you again for your time. And I'll see you next time. It's super califragilistic, expialidocious. Even though the sound of it is something quite atrocious. If you say it loud enough, you'll always sound precocious. Super califragilistic, expialidocious.